So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Okay. Uh, welcome, everybody, to this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection uh, in the kitchen. I mean, uh, I'm Rico Shields, and uh, over here, Jean Victoria Norlock of the Mountains. Hello. Hey, Jean. Hey, I'm great. But since it's an animal communication show, I'm going to get water for my animals. Good Because they're bugging me. Yeah, they'll do that. They'll do that. They will. Molly was. Can everybody hear? Molly was pitching a fit earlier today, and 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 I was like, "What are you? What are you?" And she wasn't quite barking. It was very, being very polite and using her inside voice, you know. But something, you know, she kept wanting me to come in the other room and see. And I, I go look out the window, and she'd look at me like I was insane. What are you doing, looking out the window? And it was I passed by the kitchen and which was between me and the window, and lo and behold, her water bowl was only having about an inch of water in it, which is lots of water, but she doesn't do the bottom half of the bowl. Maybe if she... Yeah, I just, thirst, discovered, I just discovered that that either does the uh, new dog, so um, I, I apologize for the clinging in the water, but I, I think that in light of the fact that I've got two really energetic animals ripping around my living room right now while I'm talking to you, um, I thought it best to give them water before they disrupt the show too much because they will yeah. start to bark. Well, that's okay. If they're running around, they're having fun, and we like fun. Oh, we, we they're should, quite happy. We should let people in on the fact that, you know, you you thought, well, we're moving to the mountains. We're going to go ahead and get a get a big dog. So you got a big dog puppy, and now yeah. after being in the mountains less than a couple of weeks, you have another big dog that's all the way big. Oh, we do. He is a uh, he's a bear. If you saw him in the bush, if you were walking through the bush or down the street and you happen to run into this dog, you might run the other way. Um, he comes up to to my hip when I'm standing, and I'm five five feet. So he's big, and he's he's a male, so he's husky. He's a shepherd. Um, he's a big shepherd, and he's nine years old. And he is adjusting to living with a chihuahua and a six-month-old shepherd puppy. <laughs> and it's been so interesting. It's been interesting because this nine-year-old shepherd has arrived and was, of course, certainly the as as the dog part goes, the alpha of his house. And but you already have oh, Chico, yes. who. And Chico's been explaining to Loki that Chico's in charge, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly enough, um, it, it's been interesting to watch the dynamics of this tiny little chihuahua who is terrified of big dogs, um, but who had managed before Luki, the new the new shepherd, got here to get the the young one into line, which is awesome because you know that's interesting to watch. Um, unfortunately, she's really big already. And she's still a puppy, so she was trying to jump on him. Like, she'll stalk the chihuahua to try and play, right? Um, so we've had to train her. And then Luki came along, and now it's been interesting to watch the dynamics of the three. But the little chihuahua who not so long ago was terrified to go outside with with the puppy will now go outside with um, all, like with the other two dogs. So it's he's, he's still not about to curl up and have a nap with either of them, but uh, he's definitely he's definitely getting bolder. And um, the one interesting thing has been that he's re reestablished his relationship with my daughter and has now moved into her room, mm. as opposed to sleeping with with me or on his chair. Well, you know, so. he but but. I, I do. I find it amazing and interesting to watch when a situation like that arises where the the man of the house, quote unquote, is the little chihuahua. And then so in comes this great big dog. And because I've seen scenes where a chihuahua has a German shepherd on the ground, you know, because the German shepherd is trying to let the chihuahua know, yes, I understand it's your house. And uh, it's always such a funny scene to me, a chihuahua growling and this great big dog like trying to get as short as the chihuahua, you know, he's got his head down on his paws, trying to be shorter than the chihuahua. It's a, it's a fun interaction well, the, to watch. The chihuahua has issues with dogs simply because he was attacked in his second year with me by a golden um, retriever. So he does have issues with big dogs. He doesn't big dogs. like to be retrieved. Um, <laughs> no, he does, he's not, not big on being retrieved. Yeah. He'd like to get on his own. Right, yeah. <laughs> so he and he's he's quickly learning that these two dogs aren't going to attack him. Um but of course the other two dogs have to figure out, you know, their dynamics as well because one's a puppy and the other one's nine years old and the nine year old has just lost its owner due to illness um and it's home because its owner can't take care of it. So uh, and before that, it was being cared for by family members still in its home, but not by its owner. It, it's So it's been an adjustment period for everybody. And I think all in all, I honestly think we've managed to you know, really pull off a miracle. They're sharing bones now, um, not to the point where they'll take them out of each other's mouths, but they're not fighting over them anymore. And um, they play. Well, and you you you, the, you displayed great wisdom that a lot of people don't when with multiple animals. You 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 pretty much let them. I mean, if 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 their interaction was bugging your rules, you got on them. But otherwise, you pretty much let them work out their interpersonal dynamics. And 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 I always find that's the best way. You really have to because interpersonal dynamics between humans and animals are different. Um, I mean, what works between a relationship and an animal or between a human and a human or even a human and an animal does not work between animals. And so there's the whole, I mean, there's there's so many different elements to this. 
have to be respected. I mean, the age differences, and then there's the the emotional ties of the dog that just lost its its home and its family, and then there's the neurotic chihuahua who's got his issues. So they have to work it out on their own. And other than the basic "don't fight in my living room" rule, I mean, <laughs> I gotta let them be, you know. Right, right. No fighting in the living room, and no going in the in the bedroom, and no carrying stuff away yeah. downstairs. And yeah. Yeah, you know, basic basic respect the respect the property rules, but other than that, I I think they're doing really well. So you got Chico from Chico and the Man. You got Loki from yeah. North Norse mythology. Mythology. Luki. Luki. I thought it was L O K I. No. Oh, it's Luki. Oh, okay. I thought you had Loki running around. I thought, well, that's no wonder you're getting problems. Shift shifter running problem, around the yeah. house. But um. Might still be a shapeshifter, you never know. Oh. But and then there's just Molly that you know is just a big dumb puppy. Who who I should have probably called Loki. Very. <laughs> when I say big dumb puppy, please know that I don't mean intelligence. It's just you know, I my Molly was a big dumb puppy at one point. There there's a point, particularly big dogs that sort of where they don't realize they're that big. They think they're still puppies. And so yeah. they're just kind of big <laughs> dogs, you know? Yeah. And, you know, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm having fun. It's, it's, you know. It's pretty much it. She's clumsy as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and But she's big already for six months. Like, she's she's going to be a really big dog. And, but you'll be amazed. Um, Once she quits growing and being a lopsided, she'll probably be very, you know exactly where everything is and not be clumsy. and But... Yes. Just think if you had yes. to grow from uh, the size we all were when we were born to the size that we are now fully grown. Just think if you had to do that in a year. I tripped over my feet as I was growing anyway. If I had to do it in a year, I'm not sure I'd have been able to walk for the whole year. And that's exactly it. I mean, she's had a lot of adjustments to make in a short time as well. So I, at the family's I think we're doing really well <laughs> considering it's a house full of it's a house full of people and animals who have had to um adjust to drastic changes. Drastic changes environmentally and emotionally in in the last less than thirty days. Our lives have have altered in ways that we, we never possibly could have imagined. So I think we're doing fairly well. Oh, I think you're doing wonderfully well, and we'll uh, have to ask we'll mention why. We're, I was going to say, we'll mention why we're babbling on about your animals, because, of course, <laughs> it's Animal Communication Night here at uh, Everyday Connections, so we have with us our dear, dear sister, friend, sister, sponsor, this our special person, Inez Martin. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your show again. I very much appreciate it. We're thrilled to have you back. And, yeah, uh, we have a ton of fun every time you're here, so why not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and besides, I told I told Jean, I said, well, it it must be time for Inez's show because you have a new dog, and they're all. <laughs> They're sorting themselves out well, it sounds like to me. I've been pleased. To, I've heard, actually heard Jean talking to the dogs, and she seems to be doing well with the alpha female, you know, point of love. I, I think, I think we got lucky in that the baby shepherd is a female. 
and the other two older dogs are males. Well, um, and now you have an older shepherd to let the younger shepherd know how to be chill. Right. That You'd love for Molly to learn how to chill out, wouldn't you? Oh, goodness, yes. <laughs> oh, I, so, I, I love the puppy energy. She's got for so much energy. About an hour. Yeah, it's, you know she's she's a very energetic dog and she's strong. She's very strong already. So um, yeah, it's important that she has somebody to teach her how to chill. Yeah. It also well, helps if the owner chills. <laughs> And there's there's going to be more of that. We took a little of the pressure off uh, today, and uh, you know somebody people ask her, you know, so are you enjoying your house? And she goes, yes, I really am. And I say, no, she hasn't had time to stop and enjoy it yet. And I keep giving her a hard time about that, and saying, hmm. go the to the patio and sit and do nothing and just be. Yes, yes. I, I do. I do. Excellent idea. I do. I um I've taken to yes all my friends and fam and fans out there can laugh their asses off at this but I've taken to rereading the Harry Potter series. I am now on the second to last book and I will be damned if I'm doing a damn thing until I'm finished it. So there. I've done radio shows and and ordinary housework, but other than that, yeah, me and my coffee or my tea or my water with lemon will be found on the patio. I guess it has been a couple of weeks since you said, you know, I really haven't had a chance to soak it in and appreciate it. And I was like, look, before you unload any more boxes, go to the patio and soak in and appreciate it. <laughs> then unload the next box. It'll be better. But, you know. Yes. You're at least getting a little and I, sorted and having some spaces that are more like your space. And, yeah, indeed. To, and I, I, I heard I, that we had a huh? caller on the line, though. Do we still have a caller on the line? We do have a caller on the line. Shall we just jump right okay. in and take a caller's question, and then we'll take your questions? Or Sure, let's do I that. I don't know just, if you have questions, uh, but I want to hear from your, what Inez and your dogs, what your dogs have to say, particularly the new one. And Molly, yeah. whether Molly's feeling secure, because I think Molly's going to just be the best dog that you've ever had, provided that she feels safe and secure. That's just I agree on with that. Um, she, her eyes are just amazing. You can't help but just sink into her. Very intelligent. She she has those deep blue look at you and every time she looks at you no matter where she's looking at you from it's that i love you look and she's she's such a loyal animal she really is um and she's going to make an amazing dog i already know that she is an amazing dog already yes. at six months so. yes all right well well let's go ahead and check in with our caller here i have a caller from area code 206 area code 206 tell us your name and what's your question for inez oh hi my name is donna um I have so much fun so far listening to your show. I'm hearing about all the animals. <laughs> um, my question for Inez is, I have a Boston Terrier. I adopted him about a year and a half ago. He's four. Uh, his name is Nicholas, and he had a lot of um, issues, a lot of health issues, skin issues. Um, he had his eye injured right before I got him. Um, but I just wanted to see if you could just kind of take a look and just see how he's adjusting um to being here and if there's anything I can do to help with his skin allergies. Okay, let me just first quickly, first, hello, sorry. Uh, let me first <laughs> ask, 
Um, are there any other animals around? No. Uh -uh. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because that kind of changes everything. Um, now, the name of, of the dog is N Nicholas? Uh-huh, Nicholas. I kept his name. That was the name he had um, from the prior yeah. owners. He actually really likes the name. So that's a good that's a good choice to keep that name. And it, he says that he's, you know, the way that he's presenting himself to me, it's he just says, you know, yeah, that's that's the right name. That's that's what I want to be called by. So that's that's a good good thing. How old approximately is Nicholas? Uh, he's about four. Four. Okay. All right. I just wanted to check. All right. So let's have a look here. Just give me a moment to see what's going on. Um, all right, the skin issues are primarily uh, food allergies. Now, I have I, him on I a grain-free diet. I'm sorry? Oh, sorry, I have him on a grain-free diet. Uh, yes, that I I understand, um, but actually the, the grain-free... Um, May I ask what brand you ha you're you're using? Uh -huh. Taste of the Wild. Taste of the Wild. Okay. Um, all right. I I'm going to say just from obviously I'm not a vet, but just from from the the uh, um, the feeling that I'm getting is that um, is this uh, is the Taste of the Wild is that a, a mix of different proteins? Uh, I, I get him the the salmon one, so I think it's all it's all seafood. Based. It's all seafood. Okay, all right. Um, I, I'm, you know, I uh, what I'm what I'm getting from him is even as I'm saying salmon or thinking it, it's sort of. Um, I mean, he literally the moment that I even say the word, I see him scratching himself. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm I'm going to suggest, obviously, as I said, I'm not a vet, uh, that you you go to a um, a different type of a protein, a protein um, that is not seafood or fish based. Okay. Um, let's have a look here. Um, I'm hearing that an option is lamb. Okay. Okay. Um, lamb is an option. Uh, um, any of the wild meats, like um, the other, the other one I'm hearing is buffalo. Um, I'm not, you know, I I don't know the brand name that you're using in particular, um, but it feels to me like uh, that's the protein is the main issue. Um, I'm actually sensing from him that the grains, if you're talking about. Uh, wheat, yes, I would eliminate eliminate that of, uh, for sure. But if you go into the area of grains, as in uh, brown rice, um, mm -hmm. I'm feeling that would actually work out well with him. Okay, okay, I'll try that. Like maybe uh, stay gluten free. Yes, exactly. I would definitely stay gluten free. I would also stay away from corn uh, as a filler, mm -hmm. etc. I mean, the the standard things that induce allergies are, you know, they're they're um, in in uh, in animals are typically, uh, you know, the grains and then um, things such as um, uh, corn and similar. Um, uh, Similar fillers, basically fillers. Um, mm -hmm. How how is his stomach? Because I'm that does not feel very good to me. 
Oh, it's okay. Um, it, it can be kind of sensitive at times. I, I keep the thing of the uh, the homeopathic tummy trouble. Okay. Uh, that, and that that kind of settles the stomach if it get if he if it gets upset. But like when I let him out in the backyard, sometimes he'll eat the grass. I know he's missing something. I, you know, I just yes. don't know what it is, and I've just been trying to rotate his foods. Um, and just okay. to see, I mean, he's definitely much better. I mean, we've got a lot of his his issues under control, and he's certainly doing better. But he's just, he's just still having some issues with. He's losing a little bit of fur on his back. Um, yes, and he does like these dry, scaly yes. patches. Yes, so that's that's um, as I said, the full food allergies is is most commonly what I generally recommend uh, to my clients, and this is obviously you know, a personal decision um, is really to go back to complete basics, um, meaning actually cooking for your dog. When your dog has fur issues like that or has um, has skin issues like that, the easiest way is really to go back to basics, meaning brown rice, um, veggies, doesn't matter whether, you know, anything that's that's standard, like green beans, carrots, um, something like that. I would stay away from the cruciferous vegetables, mm-hmm. meaning um, any of the um, broccoli, etc. I'd stay away from that. Um, and then I would do um, a single protein. And the way that I usually suggest this is um, to, to do that for four weeks and stay with one protein for those four weeks. Mm-hmm. The other things you can kind of play around a little bit, um, but you'll get you'll you'll see right away whether that's that is actually going to um alleviate the issue. Uh this is I I've I've uh when I got my initial dog uh Lucky, um she came to me without fur and uh and I, I worked with her endlessly, playing around uh, until I got the the food correct, and then her fur came in fully. She had no allergies, nothing. Um, no. And after that period of time, you can then see what you can change around. The, the issue with rotating food um, on a fairly frequent frequent basis, okay? When when you have a, a dog who's uh, mm-hmm. who has issues, is that what happens is that the um, uh, that all of a sudden you have one piece, I'm going to say one piece or one substance in there that the dog has an issue with. And identifying that is very hard when you're not down to down to basics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. But as I, as, as I said, this is, you know, this is uh, obviously personal choice, uh, but it does feel, especially because I, I do feel um, his stomach also having issues. Uh, and that, to me, is always a surefire sign of um, of food issues, uh, food allergies, food intolerances going on. Um, but I do want to say that he does feel uh, like he's settled in quite nicely with you. Okay. Oh, good. Okay, he was he was real skittish, and he, yes. he's he's for alert, and he sees everything. He watches, you know. But I can tell he's a little bit more relaxed. But um, so again, he's he's much better than what he was. But it, it took a while, and I just didn't know. Um, uh, I just yes. kind of wanted your insight into you know if he feels like this is his home finally. He's um, yes, he does feel like it's his home. Um, the one thing that I'm I'm. Uh, that I, I keep getting is that he really, really needs a gentle energy. 
Um, he's not good with um, abrupt noise, like abrupt movements with abrupt noises, things like that. Um, the the skittishness, um, I feel, has its origins in having been abused. Um, that's that's the the impression that I'm receiving that he was abused at some point in his life. Now with animals, the way that this works is that the timelines are really not clear. So I. I can't identify the time when this happened because mm-hmm. it just hand in hand for them. Everything is basically right now, mm-hmm. so there's no there's no clarity on when this was. But I do feel that there was a certain amount of abuse. I feel him as having been at some point very hand shy. So um, if you would have been too quick going out with your hand, he would have retreated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and that, his behavior has gotten a lot better. And, and just Absolutely. we had a thunderstorm not that long ago, and it was the first time he really he slept right through it. He usually he'd get real skittish during storms, and so it's like it's so just little signs like that. Um, but he but he still can. I mean, like you said, if there's an abrupt noise, or sometimes he can still go there, but but nowhere near the frequency that he used to when I first got him, you Which know, for is- at least the first month. Part of the reason for that is is your uh, your calm energy. Your calm energy. When you're calm, you're really, really actually helping him. So it's the the um, basically the mirror effect. So if you're gentle and calm with him, that's what he you know he he adjusts to that. And he does you know he's he is telling me that he loves you very much. Um, uh, and he and then he has like a sly little look on him, and saying, "But I don't always show it." Um, <laughs> so he he does realize that he's also a work in progress, <laughs> but we are all so. Um, and it, it feels yeah. like he's doing. You know, he he really. Um, he, it does feel like he's um, he's settling in. Um, I'm going to say, give it another. Oh, I would say about six to twelve months. Um, mm-hmm. And then he, uh, you know, then then his comfort zone will have come to the point where he just trusts that everything is absolutely perfect, and that that you're not going to abandon him because there are some like little um, uh, anxiety issues around abandonment, um, uh, being left alone. Um, that there are a couple of issues around that uh, from mm-hmm. what he's showing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I would yes. just mention yes. if you're not uh, able to or or uh, for other reasons uh, be cooking for the dog, uh, I don't know if you can see in the chat room, but uh, I feed Molly a uh, – it's a grain-free, but uh, it's also uh, made out of buffalo. Uh-huh. As the main as the main protein. Now it has a tiny bit of salmon oil in it. I was looking at the ingredients here, but um, the thing that seems to have worked out well for her the these Merrick brand grain free foods they're seventy percent meat, poultry, and fish. And in this case, it's just a little salmon oil. It's way down on the ingredient list. I don't know how much it would you know bother. Um, and and but then the other thirty percent is fresh produce. Uh, that goes into the food, and as dry dog food in a pet store, it's one of the few that I've found that seems to have a really good uh, selection of produce in it. It has some prebiotics in it. 
even has glucosamine and chondroitin for older dogs. So it, I've had really good luck with it with Molly. She had some issues when she first arrived after adoption with food, and and um, and this is what at least I found that helped her. Uh, but they have they have another one too that is besides the buffalo. Uh, that I feed her. They have one that's duck and sweet potato. Uh, and they also have pork and chicken. Uh, you know, so you, you've got your, your choice. But uh, I found it funny. I kind of started following a paleo diet back in December. And I had been feeding her a paleo diet, Molly a paleo diet for years. I was like, oh, I'll do it for my dog. I won't do it for me. <laughs> but anyway, I've had real good luck with that. And I, I just wanted to, to mention it. It's uh uh, I'd, like, I'd like to add in something. Uh-huh, on sure. This. Um, it, the 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 basic rule for dogs which have which have um, allergies is the fewer proteins are contained in the food, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have mixes going on, uh, you know there there are some some high end uh, dog foods, dried dog foods that have like four or five different proteins mixed in. For sensitive dogs, that's not a good idea. So what um, uh, Rick is saying here is it, 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 this sounds like a good good alternative, a good possibility. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I know the dog store I go to to get his taste of the wild. They sell Merrick. I, I've seen it there, so I'll, I'll have to decide if I want to do that or, or cook and just uh, and just cook his food with the brown rice myself and the. And it know, doesn't like, have it, it, it doesn't have to be a lot of brown rice. It's just as a base. That's the only reason why I use it. I don't I don't give uh, my my dog uh, a lot of it, but it's just as a base. And um, my dog is does really well with it but again everyone is different and it's it's just you know it's a little bit of a um playing around until you find uh, what suits best and um but the the food from merrick um according to my own knowledge is very very good so that's definitely a possibility okay okay i'll keep that in mind thank you so much i appreciate it thank you all right well, that was a good one to start off with. I like that. You're awesome. Yeah, it was an awesome question. I put myself on mute, actually, because what an awesome question for the first yeah. first one. And we have another awesome question coming up, I believe. I believe we do. We have another caller on the on the line from area code 732. Area code 732, tell us your name and what's your question for Inez. Well, hello. This is Stacy Kirchival. How are you all? <laughs> Hi, Stacey. <laughs> Hi, Stacey. Hi. Having fun in the chat room with you, my dear. Okay, to the question I know it's so I don't so hog up all the time. I know, but to the question so I don't take up too too much of anybody else's time. But anyway, Inez, thank you very much for taking my question. Um, we have a two-and-a-half-year-old uh, male boxer, and um, everything tells me that he is our other boxer, uh, come back to us. He's, his personality is a bit different. His name is Roscoe. His mm-hmm. personality is a bit different. He has some traits that are uh, absolutely um, uh, uh, boxer traits, but then he also has some, ro- some uh, traits of our other dogs. Now, um, 
she's eating a lot of grass. I, I came in a little bit after this after the first question. So, um, but he's eating a lot of grass, and he's been throwing up a little bit here and there, throwing up the grass. But then he's, but he seems okay otherwise. I'm more wanting to feel into um, his emotional uh, body. Okay. If we can. Yes, yes. Let's have a look here. I like him. <laughs> I really He's my uh, sweetie boy. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, um, you know, when you started talking about him and uh and and uh, saying his name, um he greeted me with a big huge smile. And um that always says to me uh that he is very happy where he's at. Um and it to, to me it just feels he he feels like he knows the ropes. It, it, it's literally the words are I know the ropes. Um so your assumption or your your um not assumption assumption is the wrong word but your feeling that uh that he may have come back um I, I'm going to answer that with yes it feels very much that way because I'm I'm literally you know I'm I'm getting that that playfulness um I, I'm get I'm 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 and he keeps giving me what I call the eye, and <laughs> so it's like okay. he, he is, and I think you know what I mean with he gives you the yes. eye. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Because it's it's just so incredible the sort of like a little bit of a tilted head and looking yes. at me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very sweet. Uh, very endearing. Uh, endearing is a word that he really likes. Um. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah, he's. He's my sweetie boy. Yes. So he's he's very fond of being with you, and uh, he's very fond of being your sweetie boy. Um, and uh, and he, he feels a little bit, um, I'm almost going to say, a tiny little bit of protective of you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> More so than of my husband. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Wherever okay. mommy is, he has to be. And I call yes. him my sweetie needy boy. Because he feels very needy to me. <laughs> yes, and he's because he's he's showing me because he's he's really showing me that you know the that yes you know it's uh, it's his job to be with you. That's that's what he sees. You know, it it it's it, it for him. I, I feel that the bond between um, uh, him and you is uh, is a very strong one, um, especially not just you know. It it feels really like a heart to heart bond, yeah. uh, quite quite beautiful and and uh, quite deep. So and and to me it feels and the way he's showing me this is that he arrived and you know presto within I don't know just a few um, a few days that bond was that strong already, um, yeah. which is really amazing because usually you know it takes it takes a number of months. Uh, for a bond to become that strong, but given the fact that you've um, been together before, and you recognized him, you recognized yes, absolutely. Him. I absolutely that, did. Yes, you did. And the rec- the the act of recognizing him um, is what sparked the instantaneous bond between the two of you. Oh, my sweetie boy. He is very happy to be back with you. <laughs> He's and it feels sweetie. like he is treated very, very well. I almost want to say like a prince. 
Well, you're talking yeah. about cooking for your dog. Uh, uh, Stacy well, yeah. frequently has to get off the Skype or the Facebook <laughs> so that she can run. She makes dog biscuits. Yes. Home, home-baked okay. dog biscuits. Okay, that would explain why he sees himself as a prince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a fun it's a fun relationship. I feel like there's yes. there's a lot of joy, there's a lot of laughter also. Um it's yes. like he he comes in into the room and uh you know everything just sort of brightens up. Yes. And yes. uh and that really is a true blessing. It really, really he, is. He's a sweetie boy. He's a sweetie boy. Now, hey, Nez, if I can ask, is it okay for me to ask another question? Yes, of course. There, okay. Um, we don't give him any, um, we don't, we've chosen not to give him any heartworm medications or anything like that. Okay, yeah. Um, I feel he's okay. Uh, may um, I ask where you're located? We are in New Jersey. Central oh, okay. New Jersey. Yes, okay. I'm going to fully and totally agree with you on this. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, down here I in Houston, it's it. a little bit different story. Um, yeah, he, he, I mean... He, says, he, he, wants to, he wants to sort of interject something here. He's saying, my please. heart is strong. Oh, my boy. <laughs> my boy, no. my sweetie boy. Um. Okay, and his connection with my husband, real quick. I'm sorry? I hope you can feel the energy wave that came with that, with the my husband. Oh, a- absolutely, absolutely. He's in the other room, but I'm always... I, 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 he knows when I move to a different space, and I know where... I, we always know where each, we, we always know where each other is. Yes, yes. We he's, always uh, know. He's without the heartworm medication um i um uh, he's saying you know it's it's funny I'm, I'm almost assuming that he's taking this up from you um i don't need that junk yes okay good so, that's, yeah. that's his, we don't that's, do any of that for him exactly and and that's how he sees it as well so he's very very comfortable with uh you know without the heartworm without the front line without all of that stuff yeah we don't he's do any of that very, none of it and and um, and even on the uh, vaccinations, um, again, I'm not a vet. However, he's telling me um, he's fine without, except um, obviously the mandatory uh, rabies. The okay. rabies, yes. No, we have a homeopathic vet, and she gives the minimum of whatever. That, yeah, yeah. We, we use okay. a homeopath. So he's he's very much in tune with that, and that's right up his alley. He's very very. Oh, beautiful. Uh, that um, he says, you know, he's not. He is strong. He has very strong dog, very strong, um, and I'm feeling not just the, the physical strength, but I'm feeling the health strength as well. Yes. And he's okay. Health um, and very grounded, and uh, you know, very. I'm here. I know what I'm doing. Um, there's no hesitancy. There's. It's very clear. Very sharp. Sharp like an arrow. That's that's oh, his beautiful. sign. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for confirming everything, and thank you for everything you are. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, all of you. Good night. Thank you. Stacy. Good night. I love you. Bye. Love you. (laughs) Love you too. Bye. Bye.
Uh, that's our Stacy. And I don't know if she's having channeling tomorrow night or not. She did the last two weeks. And uh, I think there was an event and it got canceled. And I don't know. But check out her page and see if she's you know, going to be doing it again tomorrow night. Because it's been pretty awesome little channels that have been happening. And I know that recognition thing. I got that with Molly. It's a, it's a beautiful thing when I, that happens. I thought that the I saw her first on an online adoption thing where you could virtually adopt a dog, mm-hmm. and um, I had played with it. It was an app, one of those app things on Facebook. I don't do it anymore, but it enough clicks and things, and they gave money, and you, it didn't cost you anything except clicks. And I was like, well, I'm on Facebook every day anyway. I click on it every day. Ain't no big deal. And if they're going to feed dogs, you know. And there was this picture of this dog, and I was—I I, just—I looked at that picture, and I went, "Cassie, wow. <laughs> Cassie." <laughs> and it was almost like there was almost a feeling in me of, "Did somebody steal a picture of Cassie?" <laughs> 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 and and really now, today when I look back at it, it just really doesn't look that much like Cassie. I mean, it looks like her. It favors her, but not so much as it seemed to me that first time. And yes, but that—that's because you felt her. You didn't and, just see her; you felt her. And then I didn't do anything to adopt her because I had said, you know, when Cassie passed away, that I wasn't going to have another dog for a while. <laughs> and of course, Cassie had different plans. But but um, then they changed her name from Molly to Urgent Molly. And, and it was, you know, she's on the death list. At the, it, she was in South Louisiana in a parish where they don't have a dog uh, shelter. They, so if someone's mistreating a dog, the dog ends up at the sheriff's department. So she was, and, and I mean, it's the sheriff's department animal control. So they, she wasn't in a human jail cell because I can tell you, if she'd have gotten out of there. Molly, you can't hardly contain Molly, but, but. Uh, um, and sure enough, the I contacted the. It was like I don't know, twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning, and I, I went directly to the online adoption application page and I filled the whole thing out in great detail and submitted it before I really knew what the heck I was doing, you know, <laughs> and and sure enough, the 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 lady that runs the shelter over there, which is her house and some friends' houses, um, went and got Molly. And the next morning, they gassed 19 dogs. Oh, wow. And But the manifest had been to gas 20 dogs. Now, was it Molly? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think so, yes. I think so, too. And I think it was sort of like, okay, I'm here, and I'm coming back to live with you, but if not, I'm leaving. I'm not staying. <laughs> I'm hanging with you, or I'm out, you know? And mm-hmm. um, I'm glad it was hanging with you. It is clearly one of those meant to be things. You know, sometimes we we just it, it, sometimes it's just perfectly divinely orchestrated, and uh, and it, it works out beautifully. And then you know the the the, the dog or cat or whatever whatever other um, companion just sort of arrives in your life at the perfect time, and it feels to me, you know, the fact that you saw that it had changed to urgent Molly from just Molly 
to me that's 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 a synchronicity that's a um you know divine divine intervention type thing that you saw it and you right away said okay i'm going to act on this uh and and it's it's very it's it's a beautiful it's really a beautiful very beautiful thing when that happens and i do feel that that uh she was meant to be with you and and i agree with your assessment on either i'm hanging with you or i'm leaving <laughs> yeah like i came back to hang with you so you know if you're available so get with it <laughs> right <laughs> I, I, I sent you a love letter over the internet. You hadn't done a darn thing. Would you get me out of this box? I, I don't like this box, this small box. And, and I know she didn't ex- like the kennel experience uh, because when she she was always excited to go with me in the car, and and you know she's like, oh, I get to go with Dad, see what he's doing. He does something when he goes away, and because she knows sometimes I come back smelling like food. I think it's what it is, but but um. The first time I took her to the vet, she's all excited. We got out of the car. She's all excited, ready to go. And one of the veterinary assistants apparently had seen us coming and opened one of the, you know, standard commercial big glass door. And that smell of kennel deodorant. Yes. That, you know, we can send people to the moon. We can't come up with a better kennel deodorant than that. Come on, people. It's got to be something. Uh, but, But anyway, that smell along with the air-conditioned air, came blasting out of there. And I mean, she, I don't think she even went backwards. She sort of crabbed sideways at <laughs> the extent of the leash. And, and I thought she was going to pull it off of her, trying to get away from there, you know. And it's like, whoa, I was excited. Wait a minute. I, I know that smell. I ain't going in there. Not again. Yes. Yeah. And, um, it's, I, and it was funny because even before you mentioned it, I, I got the image of her basically doing a 180 and running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like those T-shirts. I'm a bomb technician. If I'm running, try to keep up. You know, she's <laughs> nah, going in there. Uh-uh. And, uh, but she likes the vet now. I mean, I know the vet personally. Uh, I know her family. And, and uh, uh, they came to the house when Cassie uh when it was time to let Cassie go. Mm-hmm. And um uh but we've not been back to the office. We 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 go to her house. <laughs> and she likes that, that's fine. She's not like not having that bed office. But the vet did talk us out of microchipping her and uh, you know, she said she said I'd be happy to do it. Uh a lot of people are firm believers in it and if you are, we'll certainly do it. But I've done a bunch of them and it's really, really painful. And the shelter has to have that brand and la, la, la. Mm-hmm. She said, now, in Europe, it's standardized. Everybody has to have a reader that can read them and blah, blah. That's different. But over here, apparently, we have like three or four different brands, and they yes. don't talk to each other. Nope, they don't. That's that good old-fashioned American competition free market. How's that free market working for you, people? <laughs> We're going to have a free market so that it can have unrestricted, un- unlimited, unrestricted growth. Well, what? What? There's. I only know two things on this entire planet besides the American economy uh, that have unrestricted, unlimited growth, and that's viruses and cancer. So, anyway, we don't want to talk about the economy. We're here to talk about animals. So it must be time for our first break. We're going to break. Segway. I don't know how that happened. It just there. It is. Viruses. 
cancer and the economy all in one sentence. Jeez, that's the first truth I've heard. <laughs> well, better government long time. All right. Um, yeah, how about a break? We should probably take a break and then I guess I'll uh come back with a question about Loki. Yeah. Who Sounds everybody good. in this house except for Pascal wants to call Loki cause about Uki Uki Loki? Yeah, I thought it was Loki mm-hmm. too. Pascal wants to call it Loki? No, no, Madison and I want to call feel it. it's a Loki. Loki. Yeah. But his his name is Luki. Okay. So, well, you know, you can't change the dog's name after nine years. Well, just imagine some drunk Frenchman in South France saying Loki and having it come out. Luki, that's pretty <laughs> Luki here. <clears throat> and, I, I feel that's, you said Loki. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> A shape changer, shapeshifter, Loki, right? He was the Norse, um, the Norse god of mischief. Yeah, actually. Yes. Yes, a mischievous shapeshifter little fellow. Yes. So, um, so are we having the age of Aquarius or? What yeah, I haven't heard the age of Aquarius in a while. If you think that since I have it on my computer, I would play it, but you know. Well, yeah, I I finally put a CD with a bunch of Brandon's music, and it doesn't have Aquarius on it because I burned the CD before I she contacted us and sent her music. But um, it every time that CD starts, it's a song that for a long time I must have played on breaks because I want to get up and go make coffee. Driving down the road, that song starts, and I want to go make coffee. It's like, oh, okay. Because I always, when I click the button, I wait until I hear the song start before I take off. So this is audio conditioning. our new friend, Jolene. Yeah, I'm just like Pavlov's dog, I guess. Um, but our friend Jolene, that's J-O-E-L-E-E-N. Her website is JoleneWorld.com uh, with Age of Aquarius. And we'll be right back, folks. Stay with us. Everybody has a story, a moment in their life that was a turning point that set them upon a path of self-discovery and adventure. Here at Everyday Connection, we value the sharing of those moments, recognizing them to be the inspiring and uplifting gifts that they truly are. We would like to show our appreciation, not just to our guests and sponsors, but to our listeners and supporters who make it possible for us to share those stories. If you would like to support the continued success of Everyday Connection, share your own story, or know somebody whose story can touch the hearts of others, drop by everydayconnection.me and find out how you can become a part of our ever-expanding EC family.
sounded horrible. I hope it didn't sound that bad <laughs> to everybody else, but every time it's done that in the past, it's just been us, so. <sighs> I'm sorry, yeah. I was only giggling because um, if it sounded great to everybody else, and then we come on and say, oh, that sounded horrible, it's not so good. <laughs> so we should probably... Lane, um, on our end, there was a lot of static, and the end of the and song was wonky, and... so distortion, and and so we weren't saying the song is horrible. Certainly not. I love that song, and does it ever Thank sound you. amazing on a stereo system? If you guys can like download the song and get your hands on it, that version sounds amazing on a full stereo system. I know because I've played it on ours. Um, but yeah, so. It it wasn't a song that we were saying it's horrible. <laughs> it was the sound quality. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I can absolutely just like envision that song blasting out the windows of this mountain home into the quartz crystal aquifer and everything. Yeah, mm. see, I told you. Sam says it sounds fine. I, it just it doesn't that to us. I don't. I. It doesn't do it too much though on Earth Prayer because you get to sing in with that and it goes pretty well. But. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Um, Maybe that's you need to sing more. To there. I do sing, <laughs> sing, but I can't keep up with her voice. I know. <coughs> See, we made her cough just talking about singing. Yeah. Well, so, I can't keep up with her voice. Lukey, Loki, Loki. Lukey, Loki, Loki. You can call me Lukey. You can call me Loki. Just don't call me late for dinner. Oh. <laughs> He's a dog, right? <clears throat> It's a dog. Um, it's a dog who eats when he feels like eating. Um, although we're trying to get him on the same schedule as everybody else, and he's getting there. So, and I'll just look up. Yeah, it's spelled L O U K Y. Loki. 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 Well, see, it's Loki and Loki. 
in, in, in the same word. It is. But maybe Inez has feelings on whether that's really the Norse god of mischievousness. Well, Loki, L-O-K-I, is the god of mis- mischief, basically, yes. the Norse, yeah. go- Norse god. Um, but I, I'm going to be very direct here, and I'm going to suggest that you keep the name as Loki, or whatever pronunciation is correct. I'm sure mine is a little bit off oh, here. No. Um, yes, of course. That's what we call him. Yeah, French. That's what we call him. Uh, okay. It's, it's, it was okay. time misunderstanding and mishearing. Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm going yeah. to suggest you use that name just simply be, because the energy of that name is much more gentle and has a um has a vibration it contains a vibration which is what you're actually looking for in the long term for this specific companion uh and if you change it to loki um the vibration changes and you will likely have a mischievous dog on ha- on your hands <laughs> A, a really big, oh, I, I a really big mischievous I, dog. I, I wouldn't presume to change a nine-year-old dog's name. No, would be, no. Um, no, that no, would be I completely am. unfair. <laughs> no, but um, he feels. I mean, to, to me, as I'm, you know, basically, as I tap into him, and and let's have a look here, what he has to say. Um, it feels like he's a little bit confused about what's happened. And what I'm feeling what would be really helpful would be to actually, and this sounds crazy to most non-dog people, but since you're a dog person, I'm going to say it anyway, I would suggest that you actually sit down and explain to him what's happened, why there's been this change and this shift, um, because that's actually, the they they understand, they really, really completely understand when we explain to them what's going on. Uh, right now, it feels a little bit unsettled. It feels, um, you know, the, the, energetically, I feel as if I've been torn out of one situation, placed into another situation, and been told, deal. <laughs> okay? I'm just... I'm just deal. <laughs> deal. Deal. Deal with it. <laughs> and... Um, I'm just I'm just explaining to you how it how it has come across to uh Luki. And now I'm you know, I'm I'm feeling that since this deal with it, essence he's you know, he's starting to get the hang of it. Okay, so I am feeling that that uh you know the the uh the love that you're showing him, the attention, um, you know, the just just the the also the wordless communication with him. Um is is really it's it's really helping him. It really is helping him. Um now this dynamic going on with uh Chico is uh is interesting because I'm you know I'm feeling from Luki that he has absolutely no interest in being the alpha dog um in this scenario. He's like you take over, I don't care. I'm retiring. I I'm re- yeah, yeah he, it's literally he I'm really retiring. doesn't he doesn't seem to care. Um, he he, he sniffs the he sniffs the other dog occasionally, yes. but he doesn't he doesn't seem to want to take on an alpha dog role. Um, no. And 
And it's interesting that you mentioned the wordless communication because I spend a lot of time with just with eye contact with him, just, you know, letting him know that it's okay. And I've let him come to me. Um, I invite him. He used to sleep with his master. I invite him to bed at at night, but like he'd sleep on the floor. He's way too big to be in a bed. But, you know, I invite him up and if he doesn't come, he doesn't come. I don't try to force him. Eventually he will. But he's definitely coming around for more attention. Um. Yeah, no, as far as alpha male goes, the only thing that he's done is really kind of set his his limits with the puppy just because she can be exuberant. Yes. <laughs> yes. The word that came to my mind was right away, annoying. Um, so yeah. he'll, be, he'll, be, he'll be very clear in his boundaries, um, which is what he's supposed to be doing. So this is really great. He's just simply setting his boundaries, saying, okay, uh, this and enough now. Um, and then I, I, I get the sense that he just, you know, his, his favorite activity is just to turn away and walk somewhere else and then lie down. Um, so I'm <laughs> exactly I'm not, what he does. I'm not sensing that, you know, he puts up with it. Um, it's, you know, I, I'm getting the sense of perhaps like something similar to one bark or one, you know, one poignant moment where he's making it clear enough already. I'm not interested. And then off he goes. Um, and that's a good thing. That's a very, very good thing that he's doing that because he's literally explaining to uh, both Molly and to Chico that, uh, you know, this far and no further. Yeah, and y'all, he does y'all a lot enjoy of that, that drama. also without actually, uh, again, with with what I would call wordless communication, just by posture and just by the way that he acts. And uh, that seems to be coming across quite clearly to um, to both of them. It may require a little bit more, you know, it, it may require a few more times until, you know, both Chico and Molly are fully aware of what this means, but it's not going to take a lot, a lot of time. I feel that his, his favorite thing, Luki's favorite thing to do is just to lie in the sun. It, it's actually been quite remarkable as to how fast everybody has adjusted. And um, I was actually thinking last night when he was giving me that lost sort of look when I was asking him to come to bed um, about sitting down and just talking to him. And and if if anybody was to ever question whether dogs understand what you're saying, I'm going to say on an energetic level, absolutely. Um, okay. Because this is a dog that was raised in a French house. He doesn't English. None of the commands that he's ever been taught are in English, yet he understands me perfectly. Yes. So it's an energetic thing. So, you know, and that's been proven true in this house, certainly in the last few days. And so if anybody's out there listening, your dog understands you. Your cat understands you. It has to do with your, your intention as well. So you have a clear intention to communicate with the dog. Yes. And so you are. Yes. And I, 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 it doesn't matter the words. You're right. It's the vibration communicates. But, boy, they understand really well. They're extraordinarily intelligent. They may be very narrowly focused, so they can't really do math problems because they think math is <laughs> irrelevant. And it, and it is irrelevant. But, but, but narrow focus, meaning that they don't, you know, write books, 
does not belie a, a lack of intelligence. Because I, I have experienced this with every dog that I've interacted with. It, it, they understand me just fine. On, not, on more than just people say, oh, she knows keywords like outside and house. And, and I do have words that I use regularly. That's how you get started. You repeat stuff. But I tell Molly all kind of things. And she understands perfectly what I'm talking about. And um, um, so just get it in your heart that you're talking to your animal's heart and tell them. Talk to them. People may think I'm nuts. I walk Molly. We talk all the time. Well, which way do you want to go? Well, what is that? Well, what are you doing? You know, and just like people would think Molly was some person I was walking with. Well, good, because she is a little furry person. <laughs> okay. Soapbox away. Soapbox away. <laughs> All right. Now, how about my little one? Um, it's interesting that you guys have mentioned repeatedly um, other dogs coming back tonight. Because I, I find that interesting given that I look into this particular puppy's eyes and, oh, my goodness. I know she's somebody, but I haven't got a bloody clue who she is. We're talking about Molly now? About Molly, the yes. the okay. six month yes. old, yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I'm hearing this goes back to your childhood. Okay, let's have a look here. Um, okay, I'm gonna ask: Did you have a? Did you actually have a dog yourself during your childhood, or did or were you bonded with a child with a dog that was not your own? I had a shepherd that I had to give up because of allergies. When I was very, very young, she went to a horse farm. Um, her name was Lady, and okay. she loved the horse farm, but she remembered me every time I went to visit. Um, every time I went to visit that horse farm, she remembered me, and she actually had the best the best death a dog can hope for who lives out in the wilderness. She was struck by lightning, so it was absolutely instantaneous. She certainly didn't suffer. She didn't suffer old age, um, and she mm-hmm. died out in the field among the horses that she loved. So Where she was happiest. There wasn't a, she yeah. was where she was happiest. There wasn't really a sense of, of loss as far as that went. But when I look at this, and I didn't get much time with her, unfortunately. Like, I had her for maybe the first year and a half, mm-hmm. and then I had to give her away. Okay, um does you know, I mean intuitively when you when you look at Molly, um does that feel like a match for you? <laughs> no, she feels more like a match to my 14-year-old cat. <laughs> ha, how interesting. Which is weird, but yeah, um because That cat was like a guardian for me. Um, her name was Squeaky, and she was one of the most, yeah, well, she squeaked. She didn't meow. Um, she's one of the most intelligent animals, really, that I've ever met. Um, and when I look in this dog's eyes, I see this just amazing amount of love and, like, even Pascal says, when you look at the dog's eyes, she just she just exudes love out of her eyes yeah. to whoever she's looking at. Um, but the intelligence that I see and the fact that she's so 
already so super loyal. Um, Wisdom is is very similar to this cat energy that, which is odd. <laughs> there it is. You know, it's not that odd. Um, this does. I, I have to tell you, I'm not getting confirmation either way. Okay, that's. Uh, I, I'm just not. But um, it's not that odd. I've I've heard of this previously that this sometimes happens that uh you know a, a cat comes back as a dog or a dog comes back as a cat i have heard of this previously i've never met a cat or a dog where this has happened but i have heard of it so it's not out of the question and um i always say you know trust your own instinct here trust your own intuition if that is what it feels like then likely that is what it is well and it's ent- it's entirely possible in my I'm getting a picture. It looks like Lady and the Tramp, but instead of Lady and the Tramp with the spaghetti, it's a dog and a cat. Oh. And oh, what an image! It's Lady. The dog's name was Lady. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Lady and the Cat, not Lady and the Tramp. Now, Squeaky and like came the, after Lady. Like the two eh? of them got together over there. And we're like, okay, let's go back and... and let's go back? She's hanging. <laughs> no, she's hanging. Stuff's good, and she's moving to the mountains. Let's go. Now's the time. That's just what I'm getting. I'm not an animal communicator particularly, but I I got that picture, and I don't do pictures. Nestor, does, Nestor and I don't do pictures, so I don't know where the picture... But it was like you... It was like... It was like Molly was showing me a picture. Mm-hmm. What's what's with the well, real animal communicator over there? It's nice. I like this. Um, as, as I said, I'm 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 not getting uh, confirmation either way. And sometimes we're just also not meant to know. Well, and 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 they could have conspired together, and and it's, it's still not necessarily like. I don't mean it's like the two energies in the body, but. But it fe- it feels, it, but yeah, I do. I I have to agree. I have to agree with Rick here. <laughs> it does feel that way. Like it's maybe not, it's Lady it's, and 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 Squeaky is riding around on Lady's back, or I, I don't know. <laughs> so it, anyway, to to get back to to Molly, I feel you know the 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 loyalty and what I'm what I'm feeling as I I tap into her energy is. Is this um, is what I what I always call um, divine love, and that is just this you know it's 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 a little bit different from unconditional love, but it's just it's just pure, and that's the essence that I'm getting. And again, you know, I, I mentioned this earlier with uh, Stacy, I believe it's it feels like there's a heart to heart bond, and uh, it's 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 growing. It's um, you know it's again recognition knowing um and then remembering r- remembering to a certain degree and and it feels you know it feels very good it feels to me uh, like she is a very good match um yes it's going to still take a while for the um, i'm going to say for all all three energies and then plus your energies to adjust 
um, but what's interesting is that I'm, what I'm getting is once once Molly settles down a little bit, it feels to me as if she's actually going to, in the medium and long run, have a very calming effect on Chico. I think I would agree with you because he is starting to, for the first time I've ever experienced, and we've had him, because I moved around so much and lived with other friends, we've had him in a house with a very old dog that just had no interest in him whatsoever, and yet he was still terrified. Mm-hmm. It was one of the most gentle dogs I've ever met. Yet he's starting to integrate with these two dogs, and he's starting to... You know, he walked to the end of the road or to the end of our, well, to the end of the road, to the end of our driveway um, Mm -hmm. today with me and Molly, which is not something that I would have expected ever to see him do. So I think that it's, it's giving him the opportunity to start to chill out a bit. Yeah, I think he's going to feel more secure because you can't, you can't she still wants to pound on him sometimes, but yes. she also gets protective. Like when the other dog walked too close to him mm-hmm. and he kind of snarled, she tried to put her body between the big dog and Chico. Yeah. So, Yeah, she's trying to protect the know. big dog from Chico. <laughs> oh, just, just teasing. Just it's, 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 yeah. inter- it's a very interesting dynamic, though, uh, from from what I'm feeling. It, it really feels as though these three are really meant to be together. I mean, and, 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 it, and it's so interesting because I know that, you you know, you started out with Chico and and the last time that we spoke, you actually, we did not speak. That was the day that you were going um, yeah. uh, to to fetch uh, Molly, and I, I. We it, talked it, about Molly. We but. we talked about Molly, and it's it was interesting because, um, I I remember saying to Rick, you know, this is once you get past everything, she's going to be fiercely loyal, going to be incredibly loyal, and that's yep. what it feels to me as well. But what's interesting is you you started out with one dog, and um and you know when when you said that you'd bring in Molly. Um, I I was a little bit hesitant because the um, the dynamic between the two of them, if it would have just been the two of them, uh, would have perhaps been a little bit more tricky. But now with the third one in there, it's like a balance has been created. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been a re- like I said, it's been a really odd dynamic to watch, and then to see Chico's reestablished relationship with my daughter on top of it has been even weirder. Um, but yeah, I think the new dog, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't stay, um, oh. you know, I'm. Is that well? Well, is it well? It's only an option if the owner gets well. We're okay. not giving him to anybody else. Okay, if good. He's, okay. If he's yeah, yeah. going no, no. anywhere, he's going back to going back his to... mom. Okay, yeah. the, the reason yeah. why I'm asking is because as you were saying that, his heart went sank. sank. Oh. oh, no, I would never. No, no, no. He's here now. This is when you have your talk with unless, him, he, unless, he needs to know that even if the, she gets better for a little while and he goes home, 
that if she gets worse, that he'll come right back to your place. That, yes. that there's no oh, insecurity. Yeah, yeah no. He needs some security right now. The only person he's right ever now. gonna go. The only person he's gonna ever go live with, other than us, will be will be his his okay. original Good. owner. Good. That, that's, that's, that's that's not even a question. Yes, I understand that. That's for you, not a question. And uh, you know, knowing I'll make he, sure he uh, knows as well. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly where I wanted to go. That you really need to let him know because I mean, literally, the moment that you said this, um, his heart went, it plummeted, and that tells me that he is nowhere as secure and as knowing about his place within the dynamic as you perhaps imagine him to be. So the more Oh no, I know he's still insecure because he's still sleeping downstairs. Okay, good. All right. Good. Okay. So just just um, make a little bit of an effort on the just on the side of involving him and letting him know what's going on. And just to give him that added security because I do feel that if he feels secure, he's going to evolve into a much more outgoing dog as well. It, it, that's interesting, too, because the first couple of days, I mean, he played with the puppy the first day, and he still plays with her occasionally when he's not, you know, sticking his butt in her face to tell her enough's enough. Um, but he's becoming more like he wants attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he'll he'll actually come looking for it now, and, you know, he'll nudge nudge my elbow with his head. Good. Which Good. you can't ignore that because it's a very big head. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But um, I I get a sense that his almost regal certainty, you know, of and the other dogs have got it, you know, it's like, okay, to hear no further that you were talking about earlier, Inez, yes. that he's just got, it's an almost regal yes. certainty and, and that that is a, it's letting Chico experience an energy of regal certainty as the old man of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least letting him see that energetic alternative. He's kind of liking it, and 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 giving Molly a great example of this is what I'm a great big eat you both, but I don't have to be like that because I know I'm I, I know I'm that. Yes. So yeah, he definitely I can does. Just present myself, and here it is, and this is the line, and I don't care whether you like it or not. You know, type yeah, thing. it's definitely that's definitely his attitude. When you see him sitting outside, like he'll sit on the step. It's kind of like seeing um, seeing a lion Rin look over ten. his domain. I, I'm I reminded of I'm reminded of lion the Lion King, mm-hmm. where the the father sits and oversees the you know his domain, and this is this is our land, son. Um, it's kind of that kind of energetic when he just sits. Um, sits on the porch and overlooks the driveway and and everything that he can see and the bush and everything. It's kind of like him going, yes, I'm here and it's mine. (laughs) (laughs) I was actually, as you were saying, I uh, I was hearing the words, I own this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mine. I run this shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's not a it's not a cocky it's mine. No. It's, it's just a very relaxed this is mine. That's that you know? regal certainty okay. that I'm getting. Yeah. It's just yes. very That's exactly, yeah. 
it, it, there's not a question in his mind when he draws the line. And so there's really not much question in anybody else's mind. <laughs> there's not room for that. But, uh, yeah, and there's... he doesn't want to upstirp Chico, which which I, I find interesting as well, which, like Inez said, he doesn't seem to want to take over that alpha male role, no. which is probably the best thing that could possibly happen for Chico as far as being this neurotic little chihuahua who's always been the king of the house kind of thing. And now there's these two big dogs, yet he's still going to maintain his alpha male position. And once he realizes that he's still got his alpha male position, then I think that's when everything's going to just settle right down and everybody's going to go, ah, okay, yes. we're good, we're home. Yeah. Yeah. That's the security for everybody. Yes. Absolutely. That's that's going to be the key. And, and then everyone's going to relax and everyone is going to just, there's going to be a much, I'm going to say there, it's going to be much more fluid the the um, interaction and the entire house dynamic is going to be much more fluid once everyone knows their place absolutely and without you know without any any doubt. And, and that would be great because then mom's going to get some rest. Yes, which was the next thing that I was going to get at. <laughs> That this is going to, you know, this is this is also going. It's also going to help when you yourself are a little bit more settled. When you feel as though you've, you, you know, you're starting to grow roots. That kind of a thing. That's that's going to help the entire dynamic as well. Alrighty then. I'd plant a tree, but there's too many already. So. I guess well, I'll plant my own roots. But they do. They all they look to the uh they look to the alpha, you know. Yeah. And uh it's like, you know, my dog's afraid of thunderstorms. What should I do? Be absolutely sure you're not afraid of thunderstorms and then sit there in your absolute certainty that the thunderstorms are cool or whatever and and offer that alternative to the dog, you know. And because uh, put a rope around their neck and drag them out into the middle of the thunderstorm, that ain't it. You know, <laughs> let's see if we can inject some more fear into this situation for you. Uh, and because uh, that's part of the stability, I think, that Lukey brings to the thing is that that certainty of, you know, OK, I want a space where I'm at peace. All right. Here's the lines, gentlemen, ladies, you stay over there. <laughs> I'll be over here. And. And that certainty of position when you have that, you know, some of what we talked about this morning about, you know, things have changed. Things are changing rapidly. I'm no, I don't know what they're going to look like in June of 2013. I don't know what they're going to look like. No in idea. This, I don't know what they're going to look like in December like of 2012, month. you know. <laughs> I know well, I'll still be doing a radio show, but other than that, I well, but honestly, I but, but, but that's it is you've got to, to me, that's part of the exploration. That's part of the you know, sitting on the patio with a cup of coffee with absolutely no agenda except to sit on the patio. Uh, and maybe read Harry Potter. And maybe read him. <laughs> but not, you know, I'm going to sit on the patio for 10 minutes because then I have to get back to boxes or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, some time to to soak in and feel the place. Well, I just, it, you know, I mean, I, I just can't see any any author worth her salt out there not being a fan of J.K. Rowling. Oh, the woman's oh. got it going on, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> she spins a good tale. Well, and what can I say? What she wrote the first one? What in the train or something? Going back forth to work or what was no, it? No, no, no. She wrote the first one with her baby sitting on her lap on welfare, sitting in a ca- yeah, yeah. cafe. Yeah, yeah. And coffee shop. But that's somebody that writes because they write, like you. There's people that write yeah. to get paid. Sadly. Yes. But then there's people that write because they write. Which is, which is not to say you shouldn't get paid for the writing that you do because you're passionate about the no, writing. No, 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 no. no I, I'm but not saying that. You should never write just but, to make money. But you could take a writer. You should never create anything just to make money. You could you could take a writer and say and tell them, okay, you can we'll bring you as much paper as you want. You can write all you want, but everything you write, we're gonna incinerate in a paper shredder, incinerator, pulverizer, make it go away machine. As soon as you give it to us, as soon as you've written it, we're going to get rid of it. Writers would write anyway. Yes, although it might make them want to throw up when you burnt their right writing. But other yeah, than that... Yeah, it would be like killing their kid, but... Uh, yeah, because my stomach just went... <laughs> oh, don't do that. Want to um, do what with my work? <laughs> Have you lost your mind? Um, No, but yes, you're right. You're exactly right. Like when I offer extreme examples about money, like, you know, we would do this radio show forever, even if we never made a dime. Um, You know, we need to pay the bills around here, but we ain't looking to get rich, and we're doing it because we really enjoy the – that's why I think people enjoy listening. How about we say we will do the radio show as long as we can afford to continue to do the radio show? Right. Okay, can I interject here just oh, for yeah. a quick second? Both of you are making a, a number of contracts here. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I, I don't want to go off on a on a tangent on this, but I just want to make you aware that you are making consistently contracts around money, around the radio show, etc. Just be aware of it. That's all I have to say. (laughs) Don't come to me in 10 lifetimes and get me to undo these contracts, because I'm telling you now. (laughs) Because that's, in her her other passion of uh, the Akashic Records, uh, undoing contracts is one of the things she does, contract writing. I do contract release and uh, removal and uh, and uh, also removal of, of programming and conditioning, and so I'm I'm highly sensitive to hearing new contracts being made <laughs> or new e- agreements. So that's why I needed I felt I needed to inter- interject for a moment here. But I'm going to be quiet. Yeah, now well, again. and it was no, it, it was it's something that it's something that Jane and I have talked about. That, you know, look, maybe we need to quit saying we'll do this forever for free. Yeah. And which I, is why I interjected what I just said. Right. Is that yeah. we'll do it as long as we can afford to do it. Because um, I, don't, I don't agree with doing it and, forever for free. Well, I don't think that's and, right. And as long as we can afford to do it <laughs> beyond the financial, as long as we can afford to do it emotionally and, you know. Energetically. Energetically. And physically, and, absolutely. Because, you know what? You know, I, I would turn that around. I would say you do it as long as it is your highest joy. Yeah, as long as it's fun. That that actually is 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 the best way to do this. <laughs> and it doesn't contain any funky contracts. <laughs> contracts. You heard her. You heard her. Dismiss contracts. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it's, at least it's Oh, that was so last dimension. Yeah, yeah, those ancient Egyptians, you know, <laughs> I'll never accept money for spiritual services. So last dimension. Oh, so last dimension. Speaking of last dimension, we still have that dimension of time. And we do, time which we're quickly coming to the end of. Yes, right there. So websites again, I suppose, we have here with, uh, let's see, we'll we'll put the InezMartins.com because that's animals, mm-hmm. almost primarily. Well, it is primarily. primarily, it's almost entirely animal entirely. communication on that one. And then we also have VisionaryLifeConsultant.com, and it's just exactly spelled just like I said it, VisionaryLifeConsultant.com. Uh, there's too many letters for me to say on the air. I'll mess it up. Uh, which is your Akashic Records, contract clearings, uh, and also mentions that you're an animal communicator. Yes. Uh, multi-talented, multi-dimensional soul you. <laughs> we like that. Thank you. And uh, so we'll be back next month, hopefully, with uh, questions and answers with Inez. Um, in fact, I was just thinking today, I've got the, I think, what, the 11th and the 18th, and I was going to see which one you wanted before I started passing them out. And uh, so <laughs> that we can... the 11th. Okay. See there? Oh, there we go. So, so we'll see Inez next, next month on the 11th, we'll we'll see Inez. And um, who we see it on Thursday? Who we see it in two days? Mm, that would be a calendar question. Sky. Sky. Sky Maitreya. Yes, we'll have to find out what she's been up to because I understand she's been up to quite a lot. A lot. Well, we last talked yeah. to her. She was on the East Coast and headed down to Florida to find a friend, and they went to California, and she's been to all points in between, and now she's back on the East Coast. So um, we'll see if she's done any more hunger strike vision quests in city parks and things. <laughs> I'm sure it's been a journey. And we love hearing about the journey. Yes, we do. It's one of those, who the hell are you, what do you do type subjects. Yeah, well, this time it's going to be, so who the hell are you now and what are you doing lately? Right, yeah, what have you been doing since, uh, there you go, that's the new question. And then we have somebody, oh yeah, next Tuesday, everybody, don't bring your children. Lock up your children. Because Justin Blackburn mm-hmm. will be back. Holy crap, yes. Oh, the R-rated show. Yeah, yeah. Last time I had the show rated E for everyone, and Justin came on and he said, uh, you know, so what What about the language Work. thing? And we said, well, we occasionally drop the F-bomb. And he said, oh, okay, good, then I want to read this poem, and proceeded to just absolutely slaughter us right up at least to an R rating. <laughs> So, an R. I would have called it a triple X by the time he was done. Anyway, uh, yeah, if, yeah. if you want, um, if you want brilliant. some absolute blunt, crazy truth, um, in the form of of brilliant poetry, um, yeah, he's a brilliant lyricist. He really and spoken is. Open word. He is a brilliant lyricist. But there's uh, no pulling any punches. Come on and join us. No tenderizer yeah. on the. On the stake in this one. It's chewy and tough. And no. Ooh. Sorry about your sensitive ears. We will not. We will not censor him. I refuse to censor our guests. 
And, I will, um, however, this time mark the show adult in advance. We have that option. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I just don't want to get us in trouble with blog talk because they they don't have the same rules we do. They should, but they don't. Uh, right. Well, well, the fact that they allow you can actually there's some there's some pretty triple X-y type shows on Blog Talk, but you got to market that way in advance, or you get in trouble. I don't know. I'll be glad when we get all these rules dismissed and everybody just do what they know is right. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. I think that would be lovely. So, Inez, with all this about coming back again, thank you so much for giving the time to us tonight. Thank you very, very much. I very much appreciate It's been wonderful, and and I'll have you know that Gene was, as you were talking with, you know, Molly and the dogs, was typing into the chat room, you know. I said something about you being good, and she's like, yeah, but how could she possibly know? That's precisely what he does. (laughs) (laughs) She's an animal communicator. What do you mean, how could she know? It's just like she's got little cameras going around my house. So I think I think we have to point out the fact that we haven't told Inez any of this beforehand. No. So, um, yeah, no. she had no idea. Well, I mean, she knew, obviously, but it's not like we had the I mean, discussion we had, before the show. We had maybe five minutes before the show that consisted of, so are you enjoying the new house? And Jean said, yeah, well, yeah, it's big. It takes a lot of work, but enjoying the new house. <laughs> Didn't even say anything. I'm the one that said... I'm excited that you're here tonight because she's got another dog now, you know. Anyway, I'm I'm being I'm getting one of those times up. So um, we are going to get off the air until Thursday when we come back with uh, who'd we say? Sky. 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 And uh, so I hope everybody can enjoy join us Thursday. Check out and see whether Stacy's doing a. You doing a channel tomorrow, Stacy? Okay, everybody check out check with Stacy on her webpage. See if she's doing a channel tomorrow because she did one last Wednesday and it was just awesome. Uh, and join you know whether that goes or not. Join us on Thursday. She is doing a channel tomorrow and join us on Thursday. And until then. Stay connected. Night, everybody. Thank you. Night, night. I didn't mean to sound too like I was rushing it, did I? Oh. We hope you'll join. We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Everyday Connection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. question of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with with the incredible selection of diamonds at jared and our price match guarantee 
you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.